That is not dead, which can eternal lie, and with strange eons. <gasps> Even death may die. Hi, I'm Harley, and I play Lara Jones. Call sign, Standoff. I'm Rob, and I play Kai Nakamura. Call sign, Plant. I'm Emily, and I play Poppy McCoy. Call sign, Firecracker. I'm Don, and I play Irving Pistachion. Call sign, Blush. And I'm the Keeper and Storyteller, Paul Barnell. Welcome to Sons of the Fathers. so long in here, and all I wanted to do was get out. But now, as we watch the planet get smaller and smaller in the distance, well, it really sucked out there. And I have to be honest, you are not helping the situation. At all. And I mean at all. I'm honestly surprised we're alive. I don't even know where to start. That was really crazy. You were really crazy. I'm very upset with you. I'm gonna activate the next memory and try to relax. And after that, I'll put in the new coordinates and we can just try to put this whole place behind us. Also, weirdly, do you do you remember the bird? It seems to be back, but it doesn't seem to fit any of these specific memories. I don't really know what's happening and that, it, it, it's creeping me out. Irving is perplexed standing there watching this happen. He doesn't say anything because he, frankly, he's too scared to speak and he hasn't heard this person speak, so he doesn't know if speech is um, not ideal. So he's just standing <laughs> yeah. there flabbergasted and watching the beam do its thing. All right. As you observe, you see her with two hands holding the beam incredibly steady. And on the other side of the room, what you think you can make out, because it is quite a distance, is that the beam is falling on a. A masculine figure on his forehead, and you see him dive to the ground. So there, I can still see this person? Is it human? Can you describe them? As you rolled a successful spot hidden, you do see some very faint silhouettes that are lit up only by the very slight moon coming in from above, as it is a large glass dome between these rooms, and the red beam is quite powerful, and as it hits the window on the other side of this expanse, it lights them up a decent amount. You see the face of what you assume to be, or, or feel to be, a man in his late 40s or early 50s, and you see there's movement around him as he drops to the ground, but you can't really make out much else. Yeah, he's just looking over there looking to her and uh if if a few moments could pass he'll peek behind him at his uh team um what's uh going on there seems to be the lady that you're standing next to turns sharply with her head to you with almost an angry look uh, i i silence myself immediately <laughs> and she slowly turns back yep 
Excuse me. Mind answering my question? As she is holding the beam, she sighs. To her right, she grabs a, well, what used to be a metal leg, clearly like everything else here, but it looks like she's taken an axe to the top of it and split it like a screw head. She places it on a small leg table in front of the window and very carefully slides the beam into it. It sits uh, with the beam button still being pressed. She turns around to you and sighs again. Laura's gonna approach. Lara. Laura. Uh, Lara's gonna approach and say, uh, What? That's not... Can you use your words? Unless you're a mute, which I completely respect. She moves her hand to her mouth and just sort of waves it in front of it, half-heartedly. And she shrugs. Do we have paper? As you look around, there are many, many, many little notebooks with little pens. I'll take one. Many. And I'll click the pen. And I'll hand it to her. You might As you it. click the oh. pen, Holly, you flash out of existence. Sorry? You are suddenly standing across the expanse looking out the window in a flash of moments you turn toward the door and then your vision juts to the side and you hit the ground with a crack you come back into normal reality do i still feel pain no you don't really feel any of the pain but it was clearly that you were looking back at this room and then your neck was wait snapped. a second is that the moment when Elsie beat his ass with the the flashlight? Mm-hmm. I mean... This is <laughs> really uh, cool. Beat his ass is a little glib, but sure. <laughs> Get him. Um, I was just trying to help. Right, 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 right. <laughs> How um, many times has she again... tried to help? <laughs> <laughs> Please stop trying to help us. Um, and you are looking down at the pad and the pen in your hand, and you sort of come back to your senses. Uh, do you mind... <laughs> uh... Oh, that was weird. Do you mind writing down uh, your name, age, general info? Are you handing the book to her? Yeah. She just looks at it and doesn't even go to grab it at all. Uh, all right. Lara will write her name down first. She's like, L like so. As you're doing that, she turns away from you, and anyone that cares to look, she places a small sphere on top of a gyro and taps it slightly. It starts to spin, and she attaches it to the top of the makeshift tripod, which makes the beam move ever so slightly. And then she turns back. So. Any uh, identifying features or pertinent information would be really helpful because... Um... She walks up to you and puts her hand out for the book. Oh, perfect. I'll hand it to her. She lifts it and then she, in the dark, grabs something that was on the table that you hadn't seen and she presses a button on it. And it lights the book on fire. Ay, ay, ay. She 
holds it up and she walks away from you and you see the room cast in a much brighter light. But is she, the, uh, she dropped the book? No, she's holding it and she walks across to the far wall. And as she does, you see the wall is covered in single pieces of note paper. And it pretty much looks like a serial killer's evidence wall. <laughs> there are thousands of pieces of paper with writing all over them with little filaments of metal connecting multiple paper and it's a giant wall of information. Okay, I'll walk over there and check it out. Alright, give me an intelligence. Fuck. <laughs> D100. 23 on a... A uh, 23 on a 65. I have a 65 intelligence. Very nice. You immediately note that these are foreign symbols. These aren't English. These are symbols you recognize from your studies and your little book. Oh, what, from my book? Yes, these, this is the language you've been studying. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I imagine you're overcome with an excitement. <laughs> I am monkey. I would like to do it. The thing, my thing. I'm, I'm in. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to pull out your book and start trying to oh, understand. Fuck yeah, I will. Yeah, you pull out your book and like that gif of the uh, the numbers coming toward the face as as information is starting to reel through you. You're going to have to spend time to decode, but you know that you can decode this. I'm gonna grab Elsie by the shirt. Sorry, I mean, who, 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 who I'm gonna, gonna grab, grab the the woman. Okay, you're gonna grab the woman. The woman now, by the shirt. I what I do need you to do though is roll me a uh, uh, an attack to grab her. Attack. Woof. Does uh, does anyone have like a like? Do we have a stat for that or? Yeah, that'll be uh, brawl. Oh, I'll get it. What's base brawl? I think it's twenty five, isn't it? Dope, dope, dope. So I got a um, base base brawl is a sport where people hit flying balls and then All run right. around for diamonds. <laughs> You're very funny. Faces. Thank you. Now, actually, just let me check. Fighting you, brawl yeah. twenty five. Yeah. Um, I got an eighty three. <laughs> and she is going to roll a uh, fight back. Nice. She very quickly deflects your arms and elbows you in the face and you're going to take what is that that's a Ooh, oh god you're gonna take four damage ouchies all right so laura's down to nine and that's that's from 13 yeah yeah so she bloodies your nose incredibly quickly um, I'm just gonna go, ah, thick. As you recoil, you do realize that even if she had been speaking, you still can't hear. Oh, wait, wouldn't I have yep. noticed that when I was speaking? I'm assuming you had forgotten because you had forgotten. <laughs> um, wait, 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 wasn't, I thought last session that went away. No, oh. because you crit failed on it. Everybody else is about to get out of it, but yours oh. is gonna last extra long. Nope. Okay. Um. So she's gonna grab her nose, she's gonna be like, ah, oh, fuck, I shouldn't have 
reached out for you. That's uh, fair. She takes a defensive stance back with her hands on the hilts of her axes. Uh, At ease, soldier. Yeah, Irving's going to take a step forward and put hands up, like calming hands towards the the two uh, combatants. Uh, No need for friendly fire. We're safe here. Let's just take a beat. And he's looking at Lara. Yeah, 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 yeah. Looking at Lara, he's (laughs) he's overly enunciating everything, hoping Lara can read his body language and or lips. Yeah. (laughs) I can say that. I can't hear you. I'm pinching my like my nose. Okay. Uh, I was just going to thank you for the. You know what? Fine. Go do your thing, and I'll decrypt this. Leave me alone. She slowly. She slowly recomposes. Decomposes. Um. I'll um, <laughs> I'll uh, fuck off and just uh, try to fucking decode this wall. Good stuff. What's Poppy doing in all this? Do I still? Am I still deaf? Yeah, it is slowly coming back though. The ringing is getting less, and the same goes for Kai, but definitely not uh, Lara. Um, Poppy would probably just be looking around. Would you be alarmed at all at what just transpired? I don't know if she would have heard it. Oh, right, yeah, just wouldn't have... Well, wherever you were looking, you likely would have either seen that or you would have seen Irving's reaction to I that. probably would be looking at, like, the stuff on the walls. Okay, cool, yeah, well then you're just oblivious to the fact that Lara can... had a face broken. Can <laughs> I roll anything, like, For spot? what? Like, to s- if, see- if I see anything... Interesting. Yes. Yeah, you can do a general spot. I gotta pick some good dice. Use D twenty. Oh um, wait, no, you want use D fours. Go the other way. I failed. I got a sixty six on forty. Yeah, no, nothing. Uh, nothing incredibly useful um, that I haven't described already. All and what right. What's Kai doing? Kai, having seen this conflict, is going to, at this point, draw his sword. He's not rushing into attack, because he thinks at this point that Lara can handle herself, but he's kind of watching and waiting to see what will happen. Okay. Well, everybody seems to compose. This lady has taken a step back. She's taken a hand off her axes, and it looks like Lara is understands that the there's no real fight, but the lady was defending herself. Yeah, As... Lara's just going to get to uh, to try to decrypt in this thing. Okay, so it is very dark, and you are going to take the 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 fire of the of the notebook has gone out as it was dropped on the ground and just fizzled out. Don't we have torches. <laughs> you do. There are also a dim glow in the back of the room from Christmas lights that are strung along the walls. So I need, uh, Lara, you need to give me, uh, did you, did you write down an appropriate skill to use your book? Yeah, um, I have. What did, I thought it was there in communication, because I got an 85 in that. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ, you have an 85 (laughs) in that? Yeah, I do. All right, yeah. Uh, I need you to roll on that. 59. Alright. Yeah, you start to work away at it, and it's got, it is massive, though. It's literally the entire wall, and it goes across for quite, like, maybe 
six feet. The two-axe lady turns to Irving, and as she's walk, she walks toward him, again, not aggressively, but toward the window. She grabs the laser pointer and turns around to Kai and Poppy, and she holds it to them. Kai is um, going to walk forward to look at this laser pointer that's being offered. And he says, um, sorry about the sword draw. We've run into a bit of conflict here. It was maybe a bit premature. She doesn't move a single muscle. Okay. Um, Kai reaches for it then. Okay. She slowly hands it towards you, making note to show you where the button is on it. Mm -hmm. Are you going to hold the button? Yes. All right. She's going to then slide her hand to your wrist and just slightly wave it so that you can see the beam moving on the other side of the cavern. And then Mm. she's going to look at you and nod and start making her way to the door. She's going to tap Irving on the shoulder and make a beckoning motion. Uh, Is she beckoning towards the door or elsewhere? So she's walking past you toward the door. She taps you on the shoulder and makes a follow beckon. To you. Okay, okay. Uh, the way I initially read it, like, pointed Kai to the door and me somewhere else. I'm like, I don't want to <laughs> yeah. go anywhere with this. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, yeah, he'll he'll uh, give her a curt nod. She hasn't spoken a single word, uh, just to be clear. Correct. Okay, so, yeah, he will just give her a, a curt nod. Did it in my office. And uh, he'll, he'll <laughs> go towards the door. Okay. Uh, is anyone else going to do anything as they leave? Poppy's going to call out, Irving, where are you going? As you say that, the lady immediately turns to stare directly at you with an icy cold and somewhat threatening expression, as if to say, shut the fuck up. What? You are going to have to roll me a... She's going to roll intimidation. Oh. Um, Okay, Um, Emily, roll. I got a 98 on a 15. So... She got a 42 on a, I'm not telling you, but um, she definitely passed, and you very, very poorly failed. Now, you are going to legitimately wet yourself. Oh, that's lame. And fall <laughs> to the ground. And, like, you are blown away by her utter ice-cold death via the eyes. And in interacting with her from now, you're gonna take any uh you're gonna take a penalty to anything psychologically uh aggressive toward her. Well now my character's a little bitch. <laughs> your yeah, old now. character made your new character a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Did but... you just dom yourself? Damn <laughs> She's both top and bottom. Um and there's a little bit of shower sports in there. <laughs> anyway. Um oh. oh hey It got worse. <laughs> So, as you do that and you feel so very powerless, so very overcome with a wave of fear, it's almost like the entire universe goes silent, more so than you already were. It feels not just silent, but empty. And everybody except Lara hears a loud thump, and it repeats, and again, and again. And it sounds like something meaty hitting wood. Mm. The lady, pain of disappointment and 
exhaustion wash over her, and as she's exiting the door, she instead closes it with her and Irving on the inside still. Um, as she shuts the door, Kai looks across to Irving and says, Blush, uh, I think we need to call it. We're not getting anything from her. We're not getting clear communication. And that's maybe not her fault, but... um, She that, cuts you off threat, with, th- a, that with a stare. She cuts you off with a stare, walks over and grabs the laser pointer from your from your hand, and she starts more vigorously moving it about. Maybe she is giving us a hint as to what we need. Are you going to look across the cabin? Yeah. So anyone who cares to, probably not Lara, because Lara's in her own world, <laughs> um, which is probably a good thing right about now. Oh. She trails the pointer down out of the room, down the wall, down the next floor, which there is a, a, a room under that and a balcony which leads off and around the wall in a downward slope. And she points it at what you clearly see is a very pale but tall creature banging on the barricade. She moves it back up to the balcony outside the rooms across the cavern, and you see a as he steps out into the light a bit more, you see a slightly rotund man, middle-aged, walking out, and he seems to be investigating the noise. Uh, Irving's looking at at this person, then he's looking to this woman, uh, trying to like get anything. Like, is there malice in her face? Is there any any sort of body language he can read? And I can roll for that if need. I don't. Yeah, know. roll me. That's a good idea. Um, psychology, probably. Yep. Yep. I have a little bit in this. Oh, not a d twenty. Different system. Forty four on a forty, so I'm going to burn four of my luck. Ooh, nice. Yep. Uh, okay. I haven't had to burn luck. This this character's not too shitty. Uh, <laughs> uh so yeah, so I, I psychology or psycholo psychologize. <laughs> you study her expression and her body language, her output. There is a slight sense of malice in her actions as she you might even say she is using the beam to try to lead this man toward the creature. Uh, she waves it on the ground in front of him, and he definitely takes note of it. I'm really sure how Irving would read this. Um, he, you know what? Uh, I think he's gonna like reach out to move her hand away from the light, uh, the the beam, and say and whisper, um, "You're sending that man to his death." Are you going to actually go to grab her hand? Not, he's not going to, re- he's going to reach a hand out. He knows better than to touch, but he's going to like put his hand in a motion. Like, you know, like, a, yeah. like he's like been a, doing a yeah. lot of this hand calming motion thing. So I'm going to continue that trend. And he's, he's got his hand reached out to like. You like, see her eyes dart to his hand and her left hand is already pulling the axe out of its sheath, but she doesn't pull it all the way out as your hand doesn't touch her. Okay, like a viper, he's going to swing it, swing his hand back, uh, put his hands up in defeat. He doesn't know this person. <laughs> he doesn't know what's going on. He's just going to watch the show now. He he knows they're not in a position to to fight, so he's just going to have to stand there and watch this uh, person lead this person to their death. 
Yeah, so as you do watch him, he gets closer and closer, and the banging gets harder and more emergent. He clearly notes this, and he turns and starts trying to more quickly retreat. As he is going across the wall, you see him step into a little uh, divot in the wall, and there's a large clanking sound, and the creature starts to move incredibly erratically and starts ripping at the barrier, which it quickly breaks through and is charging up the ramp as the man runs back into the building he came out of. Could I, I'd like to, before it gets too far away, I'd like to, uh, if, if I may, like, you know, sl- like unsling my rifle, un- unsling his rifle and uh, show it to this woman and kind of like, you know, eyebrows raised uh, questioningly. She looks at you and just goes back to what she's doing. But she <laughs> gonna sling puts it the right beam. Back. She puts the beam down and is no longer pressing a button anymore. Uh, you do quite soon after hear a scream. A young girl. Uh, he's going to... Uh, Irving's looking to her, to Kai... This is what I was saying, Blush. We don't know why she wants that person hurt. We don't know what that creature is. And it feels like we're... I think we need to work out what we need to do here, and then we need to get out of here, because I I can't handle that thing. It's horrific. Uh, Agreed, let's... As you're saying this, she raises an open palm to the air, uh, almost as if to signal a military stop. She looks at Kai's face, somewhat expectantly, subtly rolling her eyes. She taps you on the shoulder, Kai, and then points to Lara and points to Poppy. Yeah, that's fair. And Kai wanders over to Lara and says, uh, Lara, you seem interested in this stuff, and so I'm, I'm, I'm happy for you to keep doing what you're doing, but can I have a look at your face? Lara does not hear a thing you said. Yeah, I'm just gonna stay quiet. She ignores you. <laughs> um, Kai puts a hand on her shoulder very gently. And that would probably give you quite a, a, a Would that frighten me? It w- I think it would, because the last time you got touched, you had your face broken. Uh, from the front, um, he, he's oh, okay. trying to make sure that oh, he's in okay. her view. Don't okay, yep. Um, then, yes, you probably see him there, yes. Okay, you, uh, Kai places his hand on her, on her shoulder, and she's like... <sighs> it's been a long time since I've been touched there, love. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> uh, what? Oh, that's what she says to me. <laughs> Fuck no, off. no, I, say that, I said that to Paul. <laughs> she um, said that to me. What? Um, just... I can't hear you. I don't want to interrupt you. whatever you're doing. You seem just... Kai holds up his doctor's bag and then points to his own face. Um, and then he points to hers. Is it gonna hurt? Kai... Um... Puts his hands... Uh, his two thumbs to the bridge of his nose and then makes like a twisting motion and then and then does a boohoo crying <laughs> motion um then he lifts up his bag and he points at it and he does a rubbing his belly motion i don't know what the fuck that last one was but um he's gonna make you cry and then eat you <laughs> he's gonna bore me um 
<laughs> no, drugs. I'll, I'm going to sigh. I've got some digestion. <laughs> Lara's going to sigh. And um, just say, my nose is broken, isn't it? Kind nods. And you need to snap it back into place. Kind nods. Fuck. Got something um, to bite down on or something. His robot Kai, arm. Um, holds up. He he just holds up three fingers, uh, and he oh. then holds up one finger, two finger, three fingers, and then twists his other hand to kind of show that he's going to turn on three. He um, then reaches into his bag and he gets out one of those um, wooden paddles. You know, like the wooden paddles for going ah, and um, you know it's not much, but like it's something she Tongue can depressed. bite down on, and um, he offers that to her. Those are disgusting, but I'll um, I'll take it and I'll um. What am I supposed to yeah. bite down on this? So as you're doing this, Kai, you feel a hand on your shoulder. It is a mm-hmm. firm one, and it is the lady, and she hands forth what is a it looks like a tube that has been wrapped in many pieces of paper and has something some adhesive, and she motions for it toward Lara's mouth. Kai turns around to her and goes, no, 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 I'm, I'm a professional. I've got this. <laughs> she shakes her head and very firmly motions toward Lara's mouth. And she puts the other hand as a, 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 a shushing finger to her lips. To keep her quiet. Yeah, well, she nods. Oh, uh, that's a fair point. I can just apply a topical anesthetic um, if we wanted to not feel it, if we, if we needed to be quiet and... What are you guys saying? She just, without moving a hand, she just drops it, shrugs, and walks back to Irving. Um, yeah. Kai looks back at Lara for a moment, pondering how to mime out, don't make a sound. As you're doing that, we are going to switch to Irving. break. (laughs) She walks towards you again. Same thing, taps you on the shoulder, the beckoning motion, and she goes to open the door. Uh... He's going to make a show of unslinging his rifle. Like, she nods. Okay, so yeah, he uh, slings it out. He's uh, He has one uh, bullet remaining in the clip. He's going to swap out to a full clip, and he's going to uh, follow her. Slowly. Are you doing full clip of special ammo, or just your yeah, full Yeah, full clip of special ammo. Just Okay. He doesn't want to go into a situation where he has to reload during a turn, and that's when he dies. I've played enough she- games. She pays attention watching what you're doing, and she appreciatively nods. Okay. Um, she respects you for this. <laughs> she will remember this. <laughs> exactly. Now, <laughs> she is going to start making her way out, and you're just following? Uh, he's going to look to his uh, team on his way out and uh, give Kai uh, an affirming nod, and he knows Lara's deaf to the world so he's just gonna move <laughs> on and he's gonna give uh poppy a uh uh disappointed but he understands how intimidating <laughs> this woman is so he's wow. just gonna give her a kind of a a, a down look a knowingly disappointed look <laughs> i'm not, not disappointed in her just disappointed that uh this is going this way uh, so you know, that, that's more like in his own head he's not and she can't know this yet but he's not disappointed in her he's disappointed that uh, the lack of commu- the the poor communication, the uh, miscommunication, and the the face breaking has occurred. But uh, <laughs> he knows sometimes this happens when you're in the shit. <laughs> so he's just gonna press on. 
All right, as you walk out the door and she closes it behind you, where, and this is a little jittery, but we're jumping straight back to Kai and Lara. Can I ask something? Shoot. Are there any tables in this room? Yeah, there are chairs, a few tables. There's one that uh, Lara and Kai were originally sitting at. And As yeah. soon as um the lady and Irving leave, Poppy's gonna take out a block of C5 and put it under the table. That's incredibly badass, and I like that a lot. And um, then she's gonna <laughs> clean herself up. <laughs> so, Kai, you would hear a very small beep. Whether you pay attention to that or not is, is, is your prerogative. Yeah, what, what, how are you gonna deal with the situation, Kai? Yeah, no, I think Kai, Kai is still just so worn out emotionally. Like, Kai is not a resilient boy. And so between the passing out and waking up and there's new monsters in this place and a very strong-willed woman, which he is also not familiar with, um, he is surrounded by so many strong-willed women for the first time in his life, um, <laughs> he, he is just focusing on the thing that he understands at the moment, which is medicine. Um, cool. Speaking of which, Paul, um, I would like to do two rolls on Lara, if that's okay. Um, I just thought of this now. Um, I can roll medicine to actually treat her hearing as opposed to first aid, which is what I've been doing elsewhere. Okay, yeah, that's good. Yeah, do that. You happy with that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, cool. So first things first, um, Kai gets Lara's attention again, um, gestures to like he's going to, um, he gets out a, um, some like the cream that we've mentioned previously, like the local anesthetic that he's used. Yep, the the little silver packet. Yeah, um, yep. and he's just going to apply that to just around her nose if she nope. lets him. Yeah. Um, For a second, it stings, and then it quickly vanishes, and there's just numbness. I'm a soldier. I can take it. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> um, go for it. Uh, and then he's going to hold up uh, one finger, two fingers, three fingers, and then the twisting thing to remind her, like he's not. He's reminding her that's what it is. And like looks quizzically to make sure she gets it. Sorry, what? So he's <laughs> holding up one finger, then two fingers, then three fingers, and then with his other hand, he's making like a twisting motion so that she knows on three is when he's going to do it. Go ahead. Yeah, you can. You crack my fucking nose, dude. So she she's got that. Oh. Okay. He holds up his hand to her nose, holds up one finger, holds up two fingers, and on two he twists. <laughs> <laughs> I I was literally doing those motions. Um, because I knew that's where you were going with that. Yep. I love it. Bastard. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't feel it. You feel a, a, a cracking. You feel a, a your head jolt, but you're not in pain. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. And uh, on my first aid roll, I rolled a five on an 85, which is <laughs> an extreme success. <laughs> Does she get any health back? Yeah, she would actually get... Um, so with extreme successes, I'm awarding a double health back. Yep. I was going to say, yeah, that's uh, what you gave me when I got mine. Yeah. So, cool. yeah. so you get two hit points back. Two hit points back, and I'm assuming wow, you apply you apply some gauze and some other yeah. shit. Yep. So you've got you've got a bit a piece of gauze sort of strapped to your now in place nose. The bleeding to help with the breathing is what you do from memory with like a bad break like that. Mm-hmm. The gauze is just to like keep it open enough so that you're not causing damage. Like trying to like hard breathe through whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, and, uh, but you feel significantly, uh, better. Your face almost feels less heavy 
Cool. Um, I'd also like to roll that medicine check to check on her ears. Um, that's a 17 on a 75. Wow. Um, so I'll burn two luck to make that an extreme as well. Okay. Yeah, you assess her ears, and I'm not really sure what procedure you would be doing to like make things better. Nanites, my dude. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Okay, yeah. <laughs> when in doubt, so little things. As, again, that's an extreme success, your little nanite buddies, a small stream of them, flow out and into each of her ears. Uh, Larry, you don't feel anything with this. Kai, you know, you notice it, but unless you, unless you tell her all Lara feels is him poking around in the ears. And uh, what Kai knows is that the result of this will be a quite substantially lessened period of time she's going to need and a bonus on her recovery roll. Perfect. Poppy, are you doing anything else? Are you just cleaning up? Yeah. Okay, we switch back to Irving. Irving, you are making your way down a very staunchly walking woman. She has her axes out. And she is making her way to the central platform to which the two main paths connect. Okay, is she walking with any sort of stealth in mind? Or no, is she, she just... Okay, so he, she, she won't She's either. walking with a purpose. Okay, yeah, he's just going to commando fucking walk uh, behind her a couple paces. Is there enough room for us to walk? Actually, no, I don't want to be within range of those fucking arms. So uh, <laughs> he will stay a couple steps behind her. You could comfortably walk five people side by side along these paths. Okay, okay, I didn't know. Uh, okay, yeah. so yeah, I guess I will walk uh, side by side, but a step or two away from her uh, her reach. <laughs> cool. As you're walking, she, with her left axe, she just raises it to point and uh, motion toward the room as if, you know, that's where you're you're heading. And it's the room on the other side where the creature had run into and where the others had run into. Okay. Uh, he's he's following her lead. He's ready to light him up. She makes her way across, and it does take maybe six to eight minutes to cross this large section, even at the quickened pace that you're walking. It's a, a march of sorts. Okay. Uh can I give it like do a spot for like signs of life throughout? Like like he's gonna he's gonna follow her lead, but he also wants to kinda like, you know, mark things in his mind for later if he needs. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's a really good idea. Give me a spot. And a listen, actually. Give me both. Ooh, that's close. Seventy one on a seventy nine for spot. Nice. Listen. That's a success. A 21 on a 30? Yeah, 21 on a 30. Both very Sweet. close to not pass. Yeah, but, but they work anyway. So as you're walking along and you are, because you're sort of standing across from her on the path, she's against the wall and you're on the other side, you can look over the balcony and take a second to, not being the only military capable in your mind now, You've got a very mm -hmm. capable military buddy. You can start to take in a bit more information. And you look down and you see what seems oddly, but you remember uh, the top of a tree down there. Maybe 
maybe 30 feet down is the leaves and the canopy of a vast tree beyond us another platform below you okay uh this is this is uh, a completely uh non sequitur i think i used that word right what's fall damage like in call of cthulhu uh i think it is multiplied by distance Ooh. is that i don't like that okay so uh, <laughs> storing that away for future knowledge uh so yeah. Yeah, he'll just he'll just scurry uh catch up to uh this this woman yeah i mean yeah so i yeah it's very easy to see as you you make your way onto the main platform and then start going up the other side. You move through the barricade, which has already been pulled apart by the creature, as you saw, and you get to the room that it leads to on the other side of the chasm. You're hearing what you succeeded at. There is a definite scuffle or movement or something is happening, and it ends with a thud. As she continues to make her way up the path, you make into a glass door of this large room. It has three double-sided glass doors and glass windows uh, along a long balcony. You make your way into the first one, and you're in a waiting room of sorts. Uh, in the center of the room, there is a pylon, which, upon investigation, is a, an elevator shaft with no elevator in it. There's lots of wood struts and everything poking out of it. The chairs have been ripped up. More notably, however, you do see a young girl who has been ripped in half, who you recognize. No! Who you recognize as the plant lady without the plants. You also see a man who has had his uh, cheek ripped into. And he appears to be dead, but you're not sure. Uh, can I take a beat to, uh, first of all, ask, like, I'm watching her, like, I'm I'm taking her lead in direction, but I'm also watching her reaction to things. Like, I, I'm being, trying to be uh, aware of, you know, the way she reacts to a room or the way she reacts to a uh, a section mm -hmm. of this. What is her okay, reaction I'll, to these fallen I'll bodies? A, I'll be a bit more descriptive. Yeah, that's, I'll be a bit more descriptive in her actions sure. if you're paying close attention to her. Yeah. So as she's walking through, again, she doesn't seem surprised by anything in the slightest in any of this. She walks steadily up to the side of the man on the ground. She draws an axe, and I'm going to have to roll. Okay, yeah. Uh, she throws the axe down quickly and it lands in his throat effectively cutting off his head and sticks in the ground severing his head from his body she then moves over and she motions for you she nods to you to help and she moves the girl on the ground and she motions for you to grab the girl's legs as she starts grabbing the girl's torso and dragging it toward the elevator shaft and not uh, a muscle twitch of anything in her face? Not Eyes. a single... No. Ugh. Cool. <laughs> okay. Yeah, he'll he'll uh, sling his uh, rifle behind him and uh, pick up this Drag those other legs. half. Yeah. Yep. Alright, yeah. She places the body at the elevator shaft and guides you to do the same. She... Then, uh, same guides you to help with pulling the male on the ground to the same position. Okay, she can grab the body, I'll grab the head. 
<laughs> she yeah rolls her eyes a little, and yes, you do so. I'm not actually going to make you roll for anything in this because you're a military dude and you've been around dead bodies a lot and all of that. Yeah, he's he's um, not relishing in this. I get yeah, I, I I do this often, but I'm going to jump into his head for a moment and like he doesn't know what the fuck. But she's got two axes. She's uh cracked the nose of one friend and. I don't know if he knows this, but literally made another of his friends turn into a puddle of piss. So he isn't going to press his luck with this person at all. It's kind of like a wartime uh, camaraderie. Like, we aren't buddies, uh, but she's showing prowess, and this is what he needs more than answers yeah. at the moment. So as you place the head down, she is much closer to you suddenly, and... She's looking into your eyes, and she places a hand on your chest and nods towards you as if asking if you're fine to continue. Uh, he's going to do an exasperated uh, <sighs> shrug mm. and draw out his rifle. She nods, and then she starts to make her way to the back of the room. You, She opens the door, and it is, like the outside, incredibly dark. She pulls out a lighter or a lighter-like device. You can't quite see it, but it's the thing she lit, lit the notebook on fire with. And uh -huh. she lights it, and there is light through this. You enter into a stairwell, which leads to a shag-carpeted hallway. There is wood paneling on the walls, and this beautiful and weirdly shag-carpeted uh, hallway. There's a golden chandelier. And she quickly turns to her left, going up another stairwell. She waits at the door, and she points at the ground at the end of the stairs, uh, about three feet away from the door, as if, you know, expectingly telling you where to stand. Uh, anything again with her facial features, anything at all? It's incredibly hard to read now. She's again course, back that's in her fine. objective mode. Right on. Uh, so, yeah. And she... Puts a flat palm to you to the ground as if to tell you to lower yourself. Gotcha. Yeah, he will go prone and, uh, like, is it in such a way like I should drop and crawl or just get there and drop? I don't know. There's a, the, the way you described it made me think <laughs> just go there and drop, but I want to start walking over. So you can tell by her eyes that she's looking towards your gun. Uh, oh, but it's I, I find I'm, I'm finding it hard to describe. No, no, you're good. <laughs> no, no, no. I will just I will I will act, and I'm going to like look to her for correction. So uh, he's gonna hunker down and shuffle over and uh, go prone as he gets to that spot. Yep. Are you gonna? Do you have your gun pulled? Yes. All right. She's gonna. Put her back against the wall near the door, and she's going to hold her axe up to her chest and sort of nod toward it and then to the door. Nod toward? Her axe that she's holding, uh -huh. and then to the door. Okay, I'm, I'm having, uh, Donna's having to Do you want to roll, roll a, roll a psychology, see if you can okay. interpret. Crit fail. <laughs> 97 on a, doesn't matter. Uh, so yeah, uh, uh, I, I don't know what she wants, so I'm just going to stay there and just look at her to make the next move. Okay. Uh, and whatever crypto she, you want me to do, that's fine. I'm just, she, uh, I'm going to just say you have absolutely no idea what's happening and you've okay. lost all ability to read her at all right now. Okay. 
You see her roll her eyes, though, and she... Well, I'm going to say you you can't even read the next action she does that's part of the sure. crit fail. That's fine, yeah. The door opens, and there is a silhouette standing in it. Are you going to do anything, or... Uh, if I can, uh, just take, like, one one more quick glance back at her. So, with a flurry of movement, she swings her axe around. And I'm going to roll, because I want this to stay fair. Okay. <sighs> okay, yeah. And then... So, can, can I ask a question before you tell me the results <laughs> yep, of this? Yep, yep. Okay, so if she's going to go to attack and Irving can see this, he'll take a shot. But if uh, if it's okay. anything else... Well, so Not at her, at, at, the, at the shadow, but like... Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? I'm, gonna, like, I'm, I'm not trying to metagame at all. No, 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 I get what I'm you're saying. Just like but I'm going to say, okay. you cannot read her actions because you crit fail. You're very... Okay, sure. So, you don't really know what she's doing, and I think you would probably just take a ready stance. You know what I mean? That's Um, exactly, yeah. But, luckily, (laughs) she succeeded very well. She and the silhouette crit failed. So, she swings the axe, and it comes flying around into the chest of the individual. And you just hear a gasp and a drop, and what falls into your view is a non-bloodied version of the lady. Uh, okay. Uh, he's just legit shocked at that, and he's just looking at her, uh, more scared than he was. That's gonna be a sanity roll. What the fuck? Okay. Time to put you back on ice, as it were. Well, it's not real ice. I don't actually know what it, I, I think it's gel. Stasis gel? Sure. Anyway, sit tight. No, I mean it. Uh, the senses aren't gonna allow you to warm around like that. Wait, look up. No, no, uh, look forward and reach up. What? Is. You still have one of those creatures? Son of a bitch! Hey, it's your best friend Danny here. If you enjoy art, literature, or the creative process, you may enjoy the comedy podcast Grow Out of It. You may even learn something about your long-lost childhood self. Or you might just get something like this. Mason and I hadn't really talked much. Besides our first encounter and the occasional HELP ME STAND UP! We hadn't had a need to really sit down. Necropodicon. Hard to pronounce? Easy to listen.